0: This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of Hodgepodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge.
1: Good evening.
2: Welcome to The Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help all of you that are interested in employment to find... Enjoyable employment by creating your own opportunities by using all of your abilities. Anyway, I'm here tonight. I'm your host, my trusty engineer, Mr. Matt. He's the guy that makes everything work. Matt, how are you doing this evening?
3: I'm doing fantastic, sir. And just like on the last show, we're just giving everybody a heads up now. If you're looking to watch Gene on Facebook, the Facebook feed is unavailable at the moment due to a technical issue in the studio. However, if you still want to be able to watch tonight's show, Go to the radio station's YouTube channel. It's Tan Talk Radio Network. You'll find the show streaming there live. If you still want to be able to watch Gene, if you're sitting at home and you'd like to be able to watch on the computer, you can do it through the Tan Talk Network. Unfortunately, not through Gene's
2: stream tonight due to technical difficulties. Okay. So we still
3: have a video stream. It's just available on YouTube
2: only. And they type in opportunity hour. That-
3: uh Tan Talk Radio Network.
2: Tan Talk Radio Network. The radio
3: station's website. Yes, sir.
2: Okay, Tan Talk Radio. Yep
3: live that's how you'll be able to find us at least on streaming through YouTube tonight no Facebook available and if you've missed any of Gene's old shows that's also the way to be able to do it
2: okay talk Radio yep okay Okay. so
3: if you're new to the show and you've never heard the employment opportunity hour before you want me to take care of this
2: Gene while you look Uh, that's okay alright yeah okay Right. go ahead But for those of you, the the workforce is sort of growing in a sense. It's really not exactly growing based on my opinion because a few years ago, before the pandemic, our employment rate was quite high and then tons of people lost their jobs or they got laid off or businesses shut down and so some of those people are now coming back to work and so what happens is that you hear in the news and stuff about we have a low percentage rate of so unemployment.
3: was oh, so as you say, aren't you forgetting something?
2: Yes. The purpose but, of the,
3: do, don't we have a couple of audio clips usually?
2: Yep, yeah, we sure do and uh, I was going to come right to them. Okay, just making sure. So, but since since my trustee host engineering guy m- mentioned a couple of things before I get in too deep and thank you very much but we have a couple of clips that we're going to play for you so that you kind of get an idea what we mean by, by employment opportunity and so Matt if you got them let them go <laughs> And your contact information, so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. And simply by going out to our Tan Talk radio network, which is Tantalk1340.com. You can find that find opportunity hour and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment Yes, we do see you, and we know that you cannot hide anything, and I want to make sure you know you can't hide because we see you, and you can't, you can't see yourself. We see you, and, and so I really want to make that known because a lot of you really think people don't see you. There are tons of people that won't say anything, but believe me, we all can see you, and you can't see you. Even in the mirror, all you can see is one half. You can't see the backside. Even in front of a computer screen, all you can see is the headshot. You can't see what the rest of the person looks like until you show up. So on this show, I'm gonna suggest showing up is the name of the game so that you can get what you want instead of getting just a job. So this is how we create employment opportunity. So I started the show out by saying that our unemployment rate is kind of low at this point in time uh, because of the pandemic. People are starting to go back to work, but a lot of people don't want to go back to the jobs that they've had. And so they say that the unemployment rate is low, but there's tons of people that are looking for work. And so I'm going to have you think about it. If you're the type of person that's looking for employment, and you're the type of person that start filling out applications, you start – sending out resumes and developing resumes and all that sort of stuff, changing your resumes around, trying to meet a specific job need, which I'm not going to suggest at all. But, but, but you get started in that process. And in many cases, when you do, if you happen to get an invite, then many, many, many companies may offer to give you a test. Or they may say, you've got to take a test in order to be employed. Anyway, but I've decided to dedicate tonight's show to what I call 10 reasons why you should not take a test. Now, I know many of you are going to say, well, you've got to take a test. And well, I'm going to say, that's what you believe. Until you find out that maybe there are other ways of getting around taking a test. Anyways, I'm going to go through 10 reasons why you should not take anybody's test. But before I do that, I'm going to give you a formula. And the formula I'm going to give you is, okay, here it is, and then we're going to take a break. But here's the formula to find enjoyable employment first thing to do is do a self-assessment of yourself. Write down five to ten things that you are good at doing, five to ten things that you know how to do, and five to ten things that you enjoy doing. Just list them down the page so you can look at what came out of you for you talking about you. (laughs) Anyway, so then take what you have and see if you can configure that into some sort of a statement or a paragraph whereby you could introduce yourself using many of those words between 30 and 90 seconds. The reason I'm stressing that is because I want you to know we're looking at you. You don't want to rush anything, you want people to know how you talk, how you speak. And so, if you, you can put that into something that will allow you to present yourself to people and then the third thing is to understand this thing that's called networking. It's who knows who that knows who that knows who, and most individuals who have been employed at any time have found out much of our workplace operates based on who knows who that knows who. I'm suggesting that if you use this formula, you will indeed find enjoyable employment throughout your working career. Now, you won't know that unless you're willing to try it out, but if you do try it out, you're more than happy and welcome to call the show and tell us what happened because this is how you're going to discover what happens for a lot of people and all I want to do is to happen for you which is the kind of work that I do with my business which is called Hodgepodge Training. We train you using this model but let's let's say that you have a, started to apply for a job and you start changing your resume around All that sort of stuff. we got a show coming up later on resumes. I'm going to just make this statement. All you really need is one resume, but many of you are changing your resumes. I have no idea why. But uh, we'll get to that on another show. But there are reasons why I'm suggesting that you do not take a test. Okay? Okay, First of all, it's very, very important to understand people get hired to take tests. Okay? People get hired to give you a test. That's their job. Okay, so many of you are familiar with with that process and many of you believe that you have to have to take a test. And I'm going to give you some suggestions that you may be able to to understand why you may not have to take a test, depending on how you respond to the person who says, I want to give you a test. Now, this came about because several years ago when I started my training business, one of the, <laughs> one of the individuals came to my class because they had a problem. This person was about, about 39 years old. And this person had been an executive secretary for, for like 15 years. And she got laid off or let go, and so she ended up in my program which is how to find employment. However, the reason she was in my program because she told the audience, she had said that she applied for a job and someone wanted her to take a typing test. And she said she wanted to learn how to type. With my class, I said, uh, you need to tell the person that you're not taking a typing test. Because, first of all, you need to understand that person's getting paid to do their job. And the second thing is, is that you may have some knowledge that that person doesn't have. But hold that thought, because we're going to take a short break so you hear something from our sponsors, and I'll be coming right back to tell you how 10 reasons as to why you should not take tests, if possible. Okay, we'll be right back. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics
1: for You. Be the website. Web dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website wwwwebdynamics the number 4thelteryu.com. Or call them at 1866-530-2135. Again, the website is ww.webdynamics the number 4theLetterU.com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again.
2: Some of you fall into that category, and hopefully, many of you want to get out of that category because that's part of what tonight's topic is about. I'm the topic tonight is ten reasons not to take a test if possible. Okay, for job seekers, for anyone who's looking for employment. And just before the break, I was telling a story about an executive secretary that came to our program. The person was about thirty-nine years old, and the person had applied for a job, and. And uh, the person that she met, personnel said that she would have to take a typing test. And so so she wanted to know what I thought about it because she said that she was kind of embarrassed, and so she left. And I said to that person, I said to the class, I said, you should not take a test, and you should tell that person that you're not going to take the test. Now, the reason was because... I'd like to have you all think about tests. Okay? First of all, all tests are biased. Okay, 100%. And the reason they are, not on on purpose, because they're made up by other humans who believe they have the right answers. So it's not a case of wrong. It's a case of you knowing other humans made up a test. And hopefully... With this knowledge, you now know how to tell somebody, I don't want to take a test. Anyway, so if I get back to the secretary uh, who said that she felt so embarrassed, I said, you should not take the test because this person, here's the person, 39 years old, has worked for two vice presidents of corporations that has demonstrated their typing skills and abilities. And so how you tell somebody what you've done becomes key, not to disrespect someone who gets paid to tell you you got to take a test, but to understand that someone who's demonstrated those skills and abilities for several years for executives in any business, that person has already demonstrated what they know how to do. So, okay, so it's very important for you to very important for you to know the difference between what you apply for and who you meet. And did you undersell yourself or put yourself into a position where somebody's asking you to prove what you've already demonstrated and proved to other executives? Anyway, so my response was for her to call the, the director of that job, in a sense, and say, this is what I've done for the other two executives. I'm not interested in proving that to your worker. Now, having that much gumption to say that will probably automatically get you the job. The reason being is because you make those kind of decisions, answering phones and, and doing the typing for those two executives then you've already demonstrated your capabilities. Now, most of us apply for a job, especially if we go looking for a job, we apply for something that that we think we can do because we, because we already know how to do it. Anyway, so that, lead, that, lead, that leads to, to the second thing. Okay, the first one was don't take any tests. The second one was because not taking your tests because test scores are what you get by taking a test. Okay, you get a score. It doesn't mean that you can do anything. It just means you answered the questions on the test. Workforce, workforces or work employment is based on your performance. When you understand that your work is based on performance, then you can talk to the other person to tell the person my performance is written out. Or let me tell you what I did so I don't have to go through this formality. Because if most likely if you are going through that formality, you're applying for the wrong type of job. And I'm gonna boldly say you will not get hired. You're overqualified. And for the very reasons because the individuals that you've already demonstrated and developed the track record for. And you went to go do something that possibly the people who are telling you to take a test because they get paid to do their job, they have no idea what goes along with those roles. Okay, so you must know because if you're applying for those types of jobs, I'm going to say you already are underqualified. You want to apply for jobs whereby somebody already knows what you know how to do, which means applying for more executive level jobs. Okay, because those people have all sorts of connections and friends that, that are in similar positions in other companies. So, I mean, that's another reason why I'm going to suggest that you do not take a test. That's, that's number two. I also put something in my notes down here, because we're evolving into a point where a lot of technology is, doing stuff for us. Okay, so if you're not familiar with, with ChatGPT, it's something that's on the market now. Very, very helpful based on the individuals who developed it. Okay, just by understanding other humans developed it automatically makes it bias. That's not wrong. Somebody has to develop it, or somebody did develop it, and they're no different than you. If you had to make up a test, you would use your knowledge, and you could make up a test. The difference is there are so many people that did not go through your experience. And so testing is about you creating something that you expect other people to know what you did, but we don't know how long it took you to get that because much of our tests are made up by experienced workers who can no longer remember what did they have to have to get to their positions, what did they go through in order to get there. Anyway, so that's, that's another reason why we suggest that you don't take any tests. Now, okay, number three is, when it comes to tests, there are no A's and B's in the workplace. Okay, your GPS scores are looked for in the workplace. Okay, there are no two O's and three O's and four O's in the workplace. The only thing that's in the workplace is performance. There's nothing else in the workplace of which we're looking for you to do something. And you're looking for other, somebody else. There's performance in the workplace. And many companies are suffering right now because of productivity, because based on the criteria that some people have used, people are not able to function, they're not productive. It's not wrong until they learn something else. And this is why I'm talking about do not take a test if possible, especially if you're an experienced worker. An entry-level person, that's fine for entry-level depending on how you define entry-level. I define entry-level as, I don't know, age 10 through age 16 or 18. Like starting your first job, understanding what a job is. Anyway, so that's also something I'm going to say. Okay, number number 4. If you choose a job that you already know, you probably will become non-productive very quickly. Many people look for employment based on what they already know without understanding They're looking to go do what they already know how to do over again. If you plan to grow, you must be able to look at yourself and look at what you know how to do and look for something that wants some of what you want to do and you see something that will allow you to grow into something that you would like to do. Now, that's a win-win. It's a win for you because you're being developed to learn more And it's a win for the employer because they're already, they're using your current skills and abilities while you're learning more. Anyway, so I'd like to have you just think about that because that's another reason we teach our people not to take tests, is because people take tests trying to match up what they already know and trying to pass a test that somebody else developed. And many are surprised because they say, I know this, but I didn't pass the test. Well, he didn't develop the test. And again, it's not wrong. It's, it's knowledge that I'm giving you to, to have so the next time you look for employment, you know how to look for employment in terms of getting raises and promotions. But we're going to take a short break so you hear something from our sponsors because I'll get carried away on this stuff. But I'm talking about 10 reasons not to take a test, if possible, for all job seekers and to listen to that, but we'll be right back. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for.
1: Job seekers, Now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment. Is there really job training available for you? How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com or go to hodgepodgetraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at hodgepodgetraining.com.
2: Living in America, where they say you can be who you want to be, do what you want to do, I'm going to say that could be questionable based on where we are at this point in our evolution, but they say we can do it, I'm trying to get all of you out there to do that, that's why we call this the Employment Opportunity Hour. It's not called the Job Opportunity Hour, it's called the Employment Opportunity Hour. I'm talking tonight about 10 reasons why you should not take a test, if possible, for job seekers. Look okay, at job seekers, which means you're looking for employment. Okay, it doesn't matter whether you're experienced getting started, but if you're looking for employment, uh, 10 reasons not to take a test if possible. I've already gone through four reasons. One is, to, number one, was, was all testing is biased because humans develop tests, they develop based on their thoughts, but not yours. Okay, test scores. Test scores don't mean that you can do anything other than possibly pass a test. But workplaces require performance. Okay, you want to talk about your performance, not the test. But number three was there are no 3 O's and 4 O's and GPS scores in the workplace. There are no A's and B's in the workplace. But there's only performance in the workplace. That's another reason you should not be taking a test looking to get marks. So number four. Um, If possible, choose a job that you would like to do instead of a job that you know how to do. Because if you tell people what you like, that tells a lot about the type of person you are. You're looking for challenges. But you're also confident in terms of what are you bringing to them that will allow you to do that job. Okay, so you could tell them not why you want the job it's because you <laughs> i suggest the language that you use which many people use but i want job the language that i'm going to recommend you use is that you're looking for opportunities to learn something and demonstrate what you already know if you aren't learning then you're doing what you already know which means your productivity is going to go down and so isn't your morale very quickly because you're doing something that you already know how to do. Okay, so I'd like to have you step into the world of going after what you want, and say you're looking for opportunities, not a job because there's a ton of people out there that got jobs. The difference is they don't like what they're doing. That's why this show is about opportunity, not about jobs. (laughs) Anyway, so number five. The individuals who develop the test, somebody's got to develop tests, they're all developed by humans. Hopefully, you don't let a robot make up tests for you. Okay, because that's the next thing. I won't get into that just yet. But the test developers, people who develop the test, are measuring what they have done already based on their experience. And they really are looking for you to know what they know. And so if you already know what they know, you're in the wrong job. That's another reason not to take a test. But but it's important to understand that people who develop tests, they're doing the best that they know how because we're used to taking tests. But you probably know some people that didn't take a test. That's the point I'm trying to get across because maybe they just said, I've already done this for company A, B, and C. I've had these level of responsibilities and I'm not interested in proving that to you or taking a test on it. When you can speak that type of language, then the people you're talking to know that's how they probably talk to their superiors. So I'd like to have you just think about that because that's the reason why you... You may not be talking to the right person, and you definitely may be applying for the wrong type of job. Okay, number six. Uh, let's see. If it's a test online, we live in a world now where everything is online. Well, guess how everything got that way? Humans did it. That's the like to have you think. Guess how everything has got online. You know why? Because they say it's easier. It's quicker, faster, all that sort of stuff. I'm gonna suggest that you don't take a test online because first of all, you're dealing with a machine. It cannot see you. That's the first thing. machine cannot see you. You want to be seen. If anything, you want to get in front of people before you even tell them what you want to do. Try your best to get in front of people because that's when decisions get made. Doesn't matter what's on your test score. The decisions get made by people seeing you. Now, if you want to stay home and hide out, that's fine. It's fine to take an online test and fine to have a job sitting in front of a computer all day or a screen because all they can see is is a headshot. That's fine if you want to stay in that job most of your life. Outside of that, you should. I'm going to suggest you get in front of as many people as you can as off as you can because all they're going to ask you is what do you do and probably all you're going to ask them is what do they do because they're going to say tell me about you tell me about yourself well tell me what you know how to do and who you've done it for that's what's going to give you the credibility of knowing how to present yourself in, in terms of based on your experience already so that's another reason to take a test, especially if it's online, because online the machine cannot see your stress, it cannot see or hear your emotions, it can't see your body language, it can't see how excited you are, it can't see if you're trying to cheat or not. All of that happens in person. You want to get in front of another human because that's how they got to where they are in their positions. And that's how many of them develop tests for the other people. That's how they got there based on their experience. So if you have that experience and knowledge and self-esteem of yourself, then my suggestion is get in front of as many people as you can and avoid the ones who say, well, you need to take a test. Find out who can you have a conversation with in person because decisions get made when we see you most times. If you got a missing arm or leg, like a lot of people might have that kind of a disability, especially our veterans, then you want to show up in first so people know exactly what you look like. But definitely, if based on the type of work you've done before, you should be able to tell them, well, if I've done this type of work for the companies in the past, I'm sure I could do this and more for you. I'm bringing all this knowledge to your company. When you can speak that way, then someone knows you your self-expression, your body language, all that shows without necessarily applying for a job just by selling yourself to people that are looking for people like you because you want to advance, you want to grow. Okay, number seven. Uh, Let's see. I've already gone over it, but I said, do not do a test if possible. If anything... Go get in front of people first and then say, maybe I'll be willing to take a test. Go meet people first to make sure you're applying for the right type of job. Because if you know more than the person giving the test, that's the wrong person to tell that to. What you want is the person that's looking to grow somebody, whereby you can tell them what you already know how to do, who you did it for, and the opportunities you want, because you always should tell people you want to grow. You should always tell people you would like to get a better job. Now, hopefully, none of you have a job, because when you say a job, a job is the term we use just overbroke. A bunch of people that have jobs. The problem is their productivity is not what we thought it would be which means they're hurting their company, they're hurting themselves with raises and promotions, and they're not aware of that because we're paying you for your performance. And don't perform for them. Perform for yourself because you can take you wherever else you want to go. It's very important to understand you're in charge of your life. You can learn as much as you can on any job, but the purpose of I suggest for learning is so you can take yourself someplace else you don't have to wait for them to do something but you should always be telling them what you would like to do and them as anybody okay it could be the janitor it could be the president of the company always tell people what you'd like to do one day because you'd be surprised how many people need your abilities and will open doors for the before you to go do what you like to do. It's called growth. It's how you grow into higher level positions with higher levels of responsibility so that you can take your knowledge and pass it down to others. I'd like to have you really think about that. But uh, let's see, We are it's time that we go to another break though. Uh, so just hold on for a second. I'm going through 10 reasons why you should not take a test if possible. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to tell you what you need to you know.
3: Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instructions on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on amazon.com and hodgepodgetraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant
1: French format, all at hodgepodgetraining.com.
2: Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for.
1: you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again.
3: I don't know how I know but I'm gonna find my purpose I don't know where I'm gonna look but I'm gonna find my purpose.
2: I'm gonna look to find that purpose. I believe I know what it is. I say this on most shows, how do you find that purpose? It's all the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy doing. There's a purpose behind that. All the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy, there's a purpose behind that, and You could find that purpose. Probably a lot of people may have said it to you already about what they see you capable of doing because the things that you enjoy doing naturally make you productive. That's what I want you to understand about how do you do what you like to do because once you find that purpose, we can direct you and we can tell you what the purpose is. You cannot. I cannot. And the reason I cannot and you cannot is because you can't see you. The world sees you. Up, down, left, right, front, back. You cannot see you. So it's important to understand what people tell you what they see you capable of doing. The more people you get in front of, the more people who will be telling you what they think you're capable of doing. But more importantly, those are the people that can open doors for you. Those are the people that may have connections. All you've got to do is to recognize they're telling you what they see you good at doing. So I'm going through 10 reasons why you should not take a test. Now, you can choose to take a test because our system, based on the way it's developed and designed right now, people are taught to take tests until you realize that somewhere along the line, some people don't take tests. They have other ways. They have other types of jobs. And so I'm trying to give you some Hence, to begin to recognize what's going on around you so that you can decide how to use what you like doing and enjoy doing. Anyway, I'm going through 10 reasons why you should not take a test. And I am going to, because our time is running out of to number eight. Number Number eight as to why I suggest that you should not take a test if possible is because right now we're living at a time where With computers and robots and things like that, something called artificial intelligence is designing those types of things for humans. Anyway, it's machinery that, that we're gravitating to as a species because it's easier, quicker, faster in order to help us to do things. The difference is because it's quicker, faster, and it does... A lot of things that humans do that means we don't need humans anymore so get prepared for some of that but the reason that I'm suggesting is because AI means artificial intelligence and I said on a past show if if you oh, live in a land where you, where you've grown up around Christmas I grew up In New England, so we have trees up there, Christmas trees. People go out into the forest and they chop down a Christmas tree and they bring it home. Well, they chop down a tree that they call a Christmas tree because it's a real tree. Well, the bottom line you can go down to Walmart and buy a Christmas tree, but it's not a real tree. It's artificial. It's still a Christmas tree, but it's artificial because humans named it that way. Okay, so artificial intelligence means it's not real, it's artificial. So you taking a test is fine understanding that, but if it's put together because the the interviewers, the job developers decided to make a test using artificial intelligence, well, the artificial part of it cannot relate to your experiences. It cannot relate to the things you enjoy doing, don't know how to do, never have done, want to do, can't relate to your emotions. It can't explain how come you might have been laid off based on the pandemic or, or to drop clothes. Anyway, so it cannot feel what you might feel. I mean so I'm suggesting if possible you get your test done with humans. Because the humans gotta hire you. The difference is is that if you are forced or you decide to take a test that's artificial, then most likely what we will, ex- will expect from, from you, you won't be able to perform because it can't sense those types of senses. And I'm, I'm saying that so you don't become expecting that the test knows what it's doing. It's just a test that somebody created. Okay. Okay, number nine. The test cannot see or read your abilities. The test is answering questions. It cannot see abilities. Humans can see abilities, but it cannot see your abilities. And so you wanna get in front of people so that they see your abilities. They understand what you've been through because they've been through it. They understand feelings, anxiety, comprehension, all those kinds of things, which is something a computer or the AI cannot do. It's not wrong, because humans created it. It's important for you to know how it's being used on other humans, okay, because you cannot, it can't feel what you feel, and it never will. Okay, number 10, 10 reasons Not to take a test, if possible, number 10. It's something that's called nepotism. It's when your buddies hook up your other buddies because they know what's on the test, so they tell you what to do to prepare. It's been going on since the earth got here, and it's still going on in many places. Nepotism is the good old boy network. It's just something that exists. You should find out about the network to find out not how to get into it, find out how it works, because, because sometimes they get told what's on the test. And you wonder, how did they pass, and how come you didn't? Well, because you weren't in the network where people give you the clues and hints about what's going to be on the test. Okay, it's something that's real, and so that's why I'm talking about it. It still exists in many professions, but it's just, it's just there, your job is to understand that it's there, and that's that's another reason for not taking a test. Get in front of people first. Once you once they see you, hear how you speak, your body language, all that sort of stuff, then it's okay to take a test because now they know all of those unwritten skills and abilities. They get a chance to see you demonstrating those skills and abilities right in front of their eyes. So that's the reason that you should not take a test if possible. Okay, so you've got to have the knowledge to, to, to tell somebody why you don't want to take a test and ask if there's some alternative way can you speak to somebody. And any human that's representing the company that doesn't want to speak to another human, that would, that would give you an idea in terms of the culture in the company because that person's representing the company. And the problem is, many of them don't know that they're representing the company. They're using their personal feelings. And so that's that's how you can become aware of that. I mean, but so many people out there, depending on what club or association you're in, they might know what's on the test because people may give them some of that information. It's something that's been going on uh, in several. In several places within our cities, just think of larger organizations. And so, so, so those types of things happen. It doesn't happen to everybody, but it happens because people help their friends and buddies out, and that's, that's okay. You just want to get as much help as you can being authentic, because the more authentic you are, the, the, the more authentic you'll be in the workplace. But the worst thing you can do is pretend to be somebody, and once you get hired, we find out that you aren't who we thought you are going to be. best thing to do is be yourself. But anyway, so I've talked about 10 reasons why you should not take a test. As we evolve using more technology, technology is going to be doing more because we say it's easier, and you're going to probably pick up some of those habits to try to make things easier as well. But the best thing is that it's it's best that you begin to recognize what you know how to do and that you can do because you can take you any place else you want to go. And so that's something that I'd like to have you become aware of. And if you have any questions about that, the number is right in front of you. But you can also contact me at TheOpportunityHour at gmail.com. That's T-H-E, OpportunityHour at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. So that's, that's because I'd like to have you that are looking for employment, to find employment that you will enjoy. Now hear the music, which means my time is up. It's My Way by Frank Sinatra, and I want all of you to know that all the things you like doing, find yourself doing, and enjoy doing, you literally have been doing it your way. I'm just trying to get you to recognize how you can take all of those sellable skills and abilities, bring it into the workplace where we see you fitting and you could go find any type of employment that you would like, so therefore you could find enjoyable employment throughout it your working career. That's it the purpose was. of the Employment Opportunity Hour, because it's about you understanding you can do it your way and get paid. Try it out. Go tell everybody. Give us a call next week. Let us know what happened.